Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. Now, Industrial Talk has a direct link to a new report about Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security. The new report analyzes improved ROI and reduced complexity. The Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security provides customers significant savings and benefits in the following way. Faster time to industrial OT protection, reduce operational complexity, and reduced risk to the organization. Find out more how Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security helps you better manage, secure, and protect your OT assets while providing safe access to the assets and services required to modernize your operations. Go out to paloaltonetworks.com, download your copy today, and begin lowering your risk and achieving your 351% ROI. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you for your continued support of a platform that is dedicated 100% 100% dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world because you're bold, you're brave, you dare greatly, you innovate, you collaborate, you solve problems, you make the world a better place. That's why we celebrate you on this platform. And if you can tell, a little buzzy in the background, we're at SMRP, the 31st annual SMRP conference here in Orlando. And uh, it, is, it is a collection of professionals that want to solve problems. Through the tools that in, that are available in Reliability, it's all here, and there's a lot of passion, a lot of desire to make sure that that happens. And uh, I need for you. This is this is a this is a go-to thing. This is your task list. You need to go out to smrp.org. Smrp.org. Get engaged. If you want to be in the world of Reliability, this is your first stop. Smrp.org. They have a lot of activities. And, of course, you need to be a part of the 32nd annual SMRP conference. And I'm not sure where that's at, but it's next year. How about that, Johnny? Johnny's in the hot seat. And, of course, he is a, uh, a master at reliability. I've known him for years. He is the man. How you doing, Jen? Doing great, Scott. How about you? I'm complaints. Awesome. Let me just fade that music out. I've got too many things going on. All right. A century's the company. Cool. I like that. So you're having a good conference? Having an amazing conference. Uh, Why? Um, I tell you that you, you're talking about the importance of um, SMRP or why, why folks should be attending SMRP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a unique uh, organization because it's, not, it's a not-for-profit. Yep. It's organized by the, uh, you know, by the practitioners and by the, yep. and the folks that supply technologies and innovation and services to help the practitioners you know, perform better, optimize their operations, and be reliable. So, it's again, it's not a, um, it's it's not if you come if you attend this if you're not if if you're not attending it or you're not a part of it, at least explore it because they give you a great body of knowledge with information that you can use to run your business. There you go. I'm all in, and he's a Clemson fan. Go Tigers! How are they doing this year? I don't not know. good. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. Not, not like the old days. Nah, you know, it's up and down, right? Like a sine wave. 
It is. It is. We live it. LSU, we live it all the time, most definitely. Now, what makes this conversation so unique, and I'm pretty excited about it, is that he's our man on the street. He's been walking the floor. He's been interviewing and talking to individuals about why maintenance matters. And uh, I want to I hear what you have to say about that feedback. Talk sure. to us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, originally when I, when I decided to have talked with you about this topic, I said, yeah, I'm going to come in and talk about what I believe why maintenance matters. And I said, well, wait a minute. What, nobody wants to hear what Johnny believes. What they want to hear what other people believe. And we can kind of circle back. Uh, yeah, what Johnny thoughts. believes. Right, exactly. You, Johnny could just sort of summarize and say, yeah, I agree with them. Exactly. <laughs> So, it, so I've got some interesting uh, uh, quotes, right? I, first of all, when I first start walking to someone, I say, why does maintenance matter? They look at me like I'm, yeah. the hell are you? you got a third eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to look. That's your third eye. <laughs> so I guess, the, so I said, does maintenance matter or why does maintenance matter? So I, I asked the question both ways, right? And um, a lot of the folks, one of my favorite quotes, I'm going to start with that one is, and it, it's, he said, Look, Johnny, if you don't take care of your assets, they will die. So basically, maintenance maintenance matters to prevent murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I always look at it from a doctor's perspective, but you're absolutely right. Now, he's right. <laughs> Colorful character, but it's true. It's very true. So what? who was he representing? I mean, what, what uh, did, you, did you get any sort of insights into yeah. who he was? Yeah, yeah. So it's A.L. Smith. They make probably, if you go to Home Depot, or no, no, excuse me, Lowe's, every single hot water heater you buy from there is probably made by these folks. No kidding. And so so their business is very critical to our showers, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our bathing. So yeah. without those, we're not going to have them. So at the end of the day... You know, they make sure that their their equipment is operating as reliable as possible, maintaining them so they can gen, they can put those uh, manufacture those water heaters right to their See, door. This is always fascinating from my perspective when we have conversations about what exists out there in the economy. Now, I, you're the first time I've ever heard anybody talk about water heaters, right? But they manufacture them. Yep. They don't just magically appear nope. like, oh, my gosh, my hot, my water's hot. I never even think about that. But they have they have every bit of the same drive to make sure that their manufacturing is reliable because you just can't it's just cost paid. You know, you know, Scott, we live everybody in this in this conference, whether we are a vendor, service provider or a practitioner, we live and breathe and sleep about maintenance and reliability, yeah. right? I mean, it's, I know it's kind of geeky, but that's what we do, right? You know, it is what it is, this, right? Uh -huh. And these, the, the assets, like these um, water heaters, all, we make, everyone here, they make food that we eat, clean water that we drink, yeah. reliable grid for electricity, right? Water heaters. And without maintenance and reliability, those things don't get done. And I know leadership, a lot of time executives, Think of maintenance as a call center, but without that, without maintenance, you know, nothing happens. I, I think that uh, maintenance as a as a treatment of, of cost gets a bad rap because it, it always from a from a financial perspective it's always a one for one. If I spend a dollar here in maintenance, that's a dollar off of my bottom line. It's not treated as capital, right? So you don't depreciate a maintenance. That's correct. And that's sort of a it's it's a fallacy just because I think that yes, it's true. The treatment of maintenance is clearly that the the way it rolls. But the reality is, is that you, you can't. The the other option is that everything just falls apart, and then you're just 
capitalizing all that. I, I, it's just always been treated poorly. Yeah, and, and I want to do some more quotes, but I want to yeah. talk about that. Just, just on, on one more note on that is you said something earlier, like if you don't maintain yourself, your body, right? Yeah. Your body will break down and yeah. you'll, have, you'll, you'll, you'll have some type of illness or something, yeah. ailment. If you defer maintenance and you don't, or you reduce your maintenance cost because you want to put your money somewhere else, eventually you're going to pay for it. And you're going to pay for it not just dollar for dollar for more than 10 times the dollar, right? Yeah, and I think that they, they many forget about that. Many yeah. just, they look at the world from a quarterly perspective. But eventually, you know, sweating the asset is not a strategy, but they do. But that's where a lot of the... the the data analytics, the this sort of desire to collect the data to try to be more predictive in their approach to maintenance. So you can not do planned maintenance, you do more the, the other type of maintenance. Right, yeah. right, predicting it. Yeah. All right, give us a quote. All right, so this is another good quote. I think I told you this before we started. I yeah. loved it, right? I was talking to a young lady from the U.S. Air Force, and, and I said, uh, Amanda, why does maintenance matter? And she says, well... If we don't maintain the, the Air Force Base, pilots don't have a house to sleep in and live in, then, well, then, then can't fly airplanes to defend our country. <laughs> I said that. See, maintenance matters See. for her in that way. See, what's interesting, I, I, what I am getting a sense, maintenance is not complicated. The logic behind maintenance, everything is like, well, you don't do it, then that thing falls apart. And I, I really, I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and think about it. I mean, a pilot has to have a place to sleep. They got to get their sleep because we don't want pilots fatigued going out there in battle, right? So you know what these folks do all the way from the janitor to the maintenance person yeah, all the way out, right? So, and it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You you sat there and said, oh, that that's true." Give us another quote. All right, here's another quote. This is from um, uh, somebody, uh, Birmingham Water. And this gentleman said, he said, you know, uh, he goes, look, he goes, we obsess how to keep our assets and running, right? Because it's all about our clients. We got to provide them clean, reliable water, right? So if we don't maintain them, we're not going to provide that. Why do you think, Johnny, why do you think maintenance is, I mean, it, it ebbs and flows. Like there's organizations that'll say we're we're maintenance centric, we're we're reliability centric. We want to make sure that our assets are up and running and operating at peak performance. But then you come back a couple of years later, and it's 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 not the case. It's not sustainable. Why? So, it's the it's 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 only important when something bad is happening, right? You know, the lines down, right? The water main broke. Yeah. The, the you know the substation blew up or you know whatever, and then leadership oh maintenance maintenance go fix it go fix it, and then they see it, they, you're a hero for a little bit of time and then it's forgotten about and it's kind of it just kind of goes away trickles away, and then eventually you know it something happens again. Well, I think is like if it wasn't for the people like this gentleman that cares this this is this is somebody that cares, things wouldn't run right. If we left it up to, to the leadership and they kept making those decisions, imagine how much, what impact that will have in the organization. So I, I, I think that maintenance is like the, it's always seen as a bad word. Every time I, it even, does. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. And I don't understand why that. Yeah. 
It's like, it's like um, sales. Sales is a bad word, right? I mean, yeah. sales, right? So sales, maintenance. Every time you talk to somebody, you say, it's not about maintenance. It's about asset management. And I'm like, okay. Well, how do you maintain your assets? <laughs> what is this? You, you're going to have to have some sort of connection. You're going to have to maintain it. Yeah. I mean, a, a doctor. If I go to a doctor, I'm not... He's going to have to help me. Yeah. That means interacting with me in some way, shape, or form and dealing with whatever my challenges are. Right. Exactly. There's no other way of getting around it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think it's short-term. Hey, here's, a, here's some other quotes, though. This, is, these, this might be something piggybacking on yeah. what you just said. Yeah. So I got some interesting quotes on this. Uh, you know, I said, so why does maintenance matter? He says, well, it's because of my job and I get paid. So <laughs> I have to make it matter because I get paid to do it. Right? So I don't know. It, so, but I don't think a maintenance manager or a maintenance tech or, or uh, the, does it just to get paid. I think they care. I agree. I agree. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think you're spot on, and I, I, I get a sense. You, you better have a desire, a passion to care. That, that, and, and, and I have to say that many of these uh, professionals that are out there are on the front line. They know that they're responsible for the operations of those, those, that asset, whatever it is. And I think that they take it personally. Yes. And then they have to fight. To, to get it's a, it's a really interesting psychological challenge you have your fight for your right for maintenance <laughs> there you go you run with that one that's, that's all yours it's all yours let's let's uh, give me one more quote and then we're going to transition into Accenture and what how Accenture yeah, looks at yeah uh, so I think that. at the end of the day it's the the common quote was always because it's how we keep our equipment healthy yeah right and and our equipment has to be healthy and if there is healthy we produce more product right we make more you know we give more quality water we're safer you know we're profitable i mean at the end of the day it does have it does make value sense right dollar sense so with that said, and I agree with you 100%, and I, I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of the maintenance you know, profession, the reliability profession, the asset management profession, whatever you want to call it, um, because I, I, I truly believe that they're, that they're hero level, because mm -hmm. they do care. They do have a passion. You're not just getting anybody out there that's just like, ah, eh, whatever. Right. Motor fail, I don't care. Yeah. Because they know that it's their responsibility. So talk to us a little bit about Accenture. Well, Accenture is a, a global uh, strategic consulting organization in technology. Um, been around for forever. And uh, the, the, the group that I work for is Industry X. And we're all about um, helping companies. At the end of the day, it's all about reducing cost of revenue, right? I mean, you have to buy product to make product, right? How can you maximize the quality of that, right? Reduce your, your waste and, you know, operate your equipment as efficiently as possible. So, if we, we, we are, you know, from whether it's reliability excellence, whether it's supply chain, capital discipline, asset management, you know, we bring a strategic approach to it. But I think what differentiates Accenture from a lot of the organizations is how we've in, our innovation, right? It's all about the innovation, bringing all that and, like you said earlier, predicting analyzing AI, those types of things. And that's what you'll probably see in, in, as you, if you get more acquainted to it with the organization. Why is that important? Why is that a strategic focus for Accenture to do that? Because you're, you're, you're hitting on a lot of topics that, you know, let's say I'm a, 
I'm a mid, mid to large, small. I mean, there's just a lot of moving balls in that. Where do I start? What do I focus on? Where? I mean, what's my first step? That's always a challenge. It is. It is. And, and everybody wants to come in and solve that with technology or with services. Yes. No, that's not. You got to understand, what are you trying to do, right? What is your objective? What are your strategic goals? You know, uh, like, for example, I, do a, I work with a large transportation company out of New York. And the CEO and the president always talk about it and say, customer satisfaction and on-time performance. Well, it's a good start. Yeah. Then we work at... How do we support anything we do, any innovation, any strategies, any, anything that we want to, you know, if we're going to create a reliability program, if we're going to look at technology to help improve, how does it all improve on-time performance? I think you've got to start with the end in mind and then work your way to identify the right things to, that, that solve that problem. Do you, do you think that there is a benefit to blocking and tackling the, the, the fundamentals so if, if my, my passion and my desire, my strategic is customer satisfaction and on-time delivery and improving that and moving that needle, whatever the metrics are, um, that's an organizational conversation. That is like, a, how do we do business today? What do we want to do business tomorrow? How do we process that out? What, what are some of the things that are preventing that from improving? Or are we, are we good? What are the gaps? Yeah. And then roll in the technology. Is that sort of the, if there's a technology that is necessary? Correct. I think it starts with the people, yeah. the people that make things happen, and they have to want to change. Um, a good leader, a good, like I said, the president of this organization has made a 180 with this this or, this transportation company, and um, every everybody like you walk uh, like I was down one day. I, was, I, I missed the train. And this lady that was working, she was just the janitor. She says, oh, it's okay. The other one is coming. And she says, I said, oh, great. She goes, oh, you have a nice suit. And then we started talking. And I said, what do you do? She goes, well, I help, I help passengers in, in, by keeping everything clean, which keeps everybody set, the customers happy. Yeah. So how did that happen? She didn't just do it. That had to come from leadership. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's so important. I, it, if you look at it from a macro perspective, all of the things that are happening out there, when you look at the economy, the, there's, there's inefficiencies. Yeah. It's, it's massive. And, I, and it, again, it's, it's like, where do we start? How do we start? You know, make that first step. But, you, but it comes with, where do you want to go? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, where do you want to go? And then you got to get the people wanting to go, <laughs> right? That's a challenge. Yes, because it's always gets down to the the people, and and it just always does. It is. You're getting everybody sort of shaking their head in the right direction, and like, yes, 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 that's really it, and all. You know, I can appreciate it, Johnny. You are absolutely spectacular. How do people get a hold of you? So. Uh uh, of course, uh, Johnny.Bofilios, that's B-O-F-I-L-I-O-S at Accenture.com. And great job, Scott, as always. You're awesome. <laughs> Johnny, so, oh, blush. <laughs> Son of a guy, man. All right, we're going to have all the conference, uh, contact information for Johnny. See, I'm, bl- I'm blush. <laughs> contact information for Johnny out on Industrial Talk. And his conversation, this conversation, will also be out on Industrial Talk, so fear not. Reach out to him. Put that in your to-do list. Make sure that he is connected because he's 
He brings a wealth of knowledge. We are broadcasting from SMRP 31. Put this on your calendar for next year, 32. You will not be disappointed. You get to meet people like Johnny and others who are really destined to solve problems and help you succeed because you need to succeed. Go out to smrp.org. Get engaged. They have a lot of activities that are out there. I've got a piece of paper that says, yeah, they've got an international summit. They've got uh, symposiums. You want to be in, in, in the reliability world? You need to get connected with SMRP. Go out to smrp.org. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Yes, my friend Johnny never disappoints. I loved the conversation of why maintenance matters at SMRP. It was great that he was just saying, let me just be the man on the street and walk in the conference floor asking questions from all of these professionals that get it. Maintenance matters. And if you're in the maintenance, reliability, and asset management space, boom, smrp.org is the place to go. And you find people like Johnny all the time and others. And they're just very passionate about doing what is right. All right, Industrial Talk is a platform for you. We want to amplify your voice. We want to be able to sing your praises. Go out to Industrial Talk. Let's collaborate. It's easy peasy. Just fill out a form. Talk to me, and then let's see what we can do. Because it's important that we continue to educate, collaborate, and innovate, no matter what part of the industry that you're in. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly, hang out with Johnny, change the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from SRMP. Sure.